Talk Radio 790K ABC, hour number two. Thank you for joining us here on the Frank Sontag Show. Oh, we are going to roll up our sleeves and get into something that is so ignitable. Now, I have a men's ministry. I'm not active social media-wise. I run the page. We don't have... I think we've got maybe 6,000 followers. That, that That's not really a big number. It's not like I, I, I need to buy the blue check mark and blow up the Instagram page. I, I really could give a rip about that stuff. But I am mindful about posting certain content. And usually, being very transparent, I'd, I'd love you to follow us, by the way, KMG Ministries, if you're on Instagram. I'm very mindful about the content I post. That it's thematic. It has to do with men, men's issues, and it relates to my ministry. So I don't remember why I saw this video. And I repost a fair amount of reels, R-E-E-L-S. So the reel that is just kind of going nuts on my page, and I usually will get a couple thousand views, whatever. It's at 150,000 plus right now. It is in Italy... It is a track meet, and it's a dude that looks like, well, a dude. And he's running against the women. He wins. He does this whole thing. And I posted it because I'm very concerned about the state of what's going on in our culture as it applies to gender, etc., The book that I follow, the Holy Bible says in the very first book, God created male and female. And now somehow in the last decade or so, certain entities, people in positions with loud voices, all of a sudden, our children for thousands of years have been so confused because the truth is most of them are born in the wrong bodies. And so you have all this transgender stuff blowing up. But this particular video of this grown man, and the dude's got a beer belly, of all things. His gut's hanging out. He don't even, look, I'll just keep on point here. So he wins the race. I posted the video, and I expected, we'll get some views. And all of a sudden, it started happening. I'm getting all these notices, hundreds and hundreds of comments thousands of views and I'm like uh oh there is a nerve that has been struck here the majority overwhelming majority 99.9% of people that made comments on the video they are livid they're not buying any of this a good number of them are so angry they um they, they have potty mouths if you will and I'm, I'm one of these guys, I, I'm a little OCDC, OCDC, <laughs> OCD. <laughs> oh, this could be a fun hour. Uh, I don't like to see any vulgarity on my, my uh, wall comments. You're, you're gone. If you can't just communicate and use the English language, or I have Italians, I have Spanish. I mean, there's all sorts of languages on this post because I hit translation. What are they saying? But it's really struck a nerve and people are really angry about this. They're not buying any of it. 
So I'm going to spend a little time on this, and then when we come back, I'm going to read the commentary from Jason Whitlock on Brittany Griner and the WNBA. Now, in the back of my mind, the cynical part of me, and you may have seen some videos, people spoofing LeBron James, like when LeBron's done with the NBA, he's going to identify as a woman to go over to the WNBA, right? Nod, nod, wink, wink, yuck, yuck. This commentary says within 10 years, you are going to see scores of biological men playing in the WNBA, identifying as women, which is kind of strange, but it wasn't that long ago where what we're seeing now in society, we would have thought there's no way, right? Like a debate, millennia. Man, woman, male, female. But now it, it's, it's becoming more prominent among the youth. The medical establishment doing surgeries on, on kids. I'm not going to get descriptive here. You know where I'm going. Legislation being passed. Parents aren't even allowed to say anything anymore in certain states and certain jurisdictions. What's going on here? There are a lot of people that aren't even necessarily ones that profess to have faith in God, but they know on some intrinsic seminal level, this is really wrong. I watched another video. I didn't post this one. It was a number of years ago when Venus and Serena Williams were kind of at the height and the whole women's lib thing was being pushed And they said they would play any man in tennis uh, not ranked within the top 200 just to prove that, you know, women can play against men. And I happen to like Venus and Serena Williams. I I think, you know, they're amazing. They, They played against some guy who was 203rd, and he whipped their butts. And I think it was Venus was interviewed, and she says, I, I just want to play against women. I'm not playing against men. Even then we knew there is a physical advantage that men have over women. But now it's becoming, you're just a transphobe. If you even open your mouth and just say there may be a difference here. In that same interview, there's a journalist talking to younger people, and there's a woman that set the whole thing up saying, Oh, biological women can compete against guys. Well, it's about equality. And then they roll the, the, the Venus and Serena Williams clip. Like, no. No. It, it, look, it's not like somehow men are better than women. They just have a physical advantage. The, there are other sports. Let's not get into Phelan Fox and what, what he's done. But where's the pushback? Where's, where is the group? In culture that says no. Now we're going to break a little early because Jason Whitlock's commentary is a bit lengthy, but it's important to read into the public record. And he puts forth the idea that it just not, might not be that far from now in the WNBA where we're going to see more and more of this. And there was a spokesperson, Brittany Griner. We have professional athletics making a lot of money over the woke stuff, looking away, looking the other way talking about equality and, and ex- exclusivity and equity and all that stuff. And in the meantime, 
our culture's losing its mind. I mean, if we go back to a few decades ago with the women's lib, where are all the women's lib organizations saying, this is not okay? They're being shouted down. They're being silenced. And the bullies that are benefiting from this, or even the whole thing with the Bud Light debacle, what is that about? Beer is about as blue collar and as America is all of a sudden. The transgender movement is going to lead beer drinking for Bud Light. What a stupid, arrogant mistake that was. And they're paying the price now. So when we get back, I'm going to read a commentary. We're going to open the phone lines. I'd love you to weigh in. And also, if you are on Instagram and haven't seen the video, and I'm not exclusive. I mean, the video has been out there. But on my page alone, we have 150,000 views. Go to kmgministries.com. If you decide to share a comment, keep it clean because I'm, I'm combing through that thing every 10 minutes and I'm deleting everything left and right. All right. One, two, three. Three lines open, 800-222-5222, 800-222-KABC. When we return, Jason Whitlock says Brittany Griner the most dangerous them in sports, them being biological men identifying as women. Wait, you hear this? It's, I can't remember the last time I read a commentary. Not only as scathing as this, but as intelligent, right on, almost like foresight into what may be coming. You won't want to miss this. We will continue with more. Talk Radio 790 KABC. Joining us here on the Frank Sontag Show, Talk Radio 790 KABC. In radio, we are encouraged to do something as hosts called a reset. Used to drive me nuts. Then 36 years later, I'm kind of used to it. A reset means people come and go in radio all the time. By the way, in the last two minutes, there have been 3,000 new views on this video. I don't know if that's all of you at KABC, my good family here, but... If you want to see this video and have not seen it before, because it's been reposted around, go to kmgministries.com. Feel free to weigh in if you'd like. It's a biological man in Italy competing in a track and field meet, just destroying the crew. The, The most prominent sentiment is, like, what do we do about this? The most prominent sentiment, at least those that have commented on it, the women shouldn't just participate. They should just sit it out. At first glance, that kind of makes some sense. But when you really think about it, that level of elite athlete, when you're talking about that level of competition, they've worked their whole life to get to that place. Just sitting out or tapping out or not starting you know, to, to, to make this man look like a fool, that's not the answer either. So what's the answer? I think part of the answer is information. Jason Whitlock is a man that does not hold back. You may not know who he is. He's a commentator. He writes regularly at OutKick. Some of his stuff is reposted throughout the Internet. 
he does a vlog and podcasts, and I, I just think the man is brilliant. So he's written an op-ed piece about Brittany Griner, the woman who was imprisoned in Russia, plays in the WNBA. And let me just get to it here. By the way, we have two lines open, 800-222-5222. And we will take your calls in the next segment, 800-222-KABC. If you call right now, you'll be able to jump on one of those two lines that are open. Jason Whitlock writes the following, the NBA and Disney plan to pay men to be women. You're like, what? I'll say it again. And he's not into sensationalism. What he states, he means. The NBA and Disney plan to pay men to be women. He says that's the real point of the WNBA. The Women's Basketball League serves as the marketing department of the Alphabet Mafia, the militant NATO-like alliance between BLM and LGBTQIA+, and Silent P. The NBA and Disney, Disney subsidize the failing league because of its effectiveness at promoting the importance and virtue of alternate sexual lifestyles and gender identities. After watching the six foot nine alphabet street soldier, that'd be Brittany Griner, serve an eight month prison sentence, brand enhancing term inside a Russian prison, the NBA and Disney promoted Griner to head of the WNBA family. Thursday of this past week, Griner held her first state of the family press conference, laying out her agenda and vision for the WNBA. Did you catch this at all? Probably not. Compliant media allies, allies, compliant media allies applauded her trite answers and lobbed all the appropriate agreed upon softball questions. ESPN, William Roden Ask Griner the most pressing question. Will you use your prof, uh, platform to fight state legislation that aims to stop biological men from competing in women's sports? Quote, that ranks high on the list of things that I'll be fighting for and speaking up against, said Griner. She went on to say, everyone deserves the right to play. Everyone deserves the right to come here, sit on these seats and feel safe and not feel They're a threat or cannot be who they are. Like it's all just all eyes on them. Griner continued, I think it's a crime, honestly, to separate someone for any reason. So I definitely will be speaking up against those legislations and those laws that are trying to be passed for sure, end quote. Whitlock writes, whoop, there it is. Corporate media will shower coverage on Griner under the pretense that she's an important voice advocating for American political prisoners to be brought home. ESPN and other outlets will spin out stories painting Griner as the ultimate patriot and freedom fighter. The truth is everyone knows Griner's feigned support for Paul Whelan, an American serviceman still in prison in Russia. We also know that Griner is not a patriot, Before being caught smuggling a small amount of weed in a foreign land, Griner hated America and refused to respect the national anthem. The point of the Griner marketing campaign, according to Jason Whitlock, 
is to make her an idol for kids, to normalize and empower lesbian leadership, and to reinforce the importance of fluid sexual and gender identities. Please stay with me. This is really important stuff. The NBA, Disney, and ESPN are paying Griner to be a transgender influencer. Griner is going to use the influence the NBA and Disney are purchasing for her to pave the way for male athletes to join the WNBA and other women's leagues. Whitlock writes, she's perfect for the social media era, an age with no reverence for intelligence, morality, courage, honesty, hard work, sacrifice, truth, or religious faith. Social media prioritizes skin color, sexual identity, and gender identity well above behavior characteristics that America once tried to venerate and favor. If Griner were a heterosexual white woman, no one, and Whitlock writes, and I mean no one, would even pay attention to her. Not even a minute. The fact that she's black and with another woman in a make-believe marriage makes her a prominent voice. She's a tool being used to transition American kids. Her plan to fight for biological men to compete against women in sports exposes what's next for the WNBA and women's professional sports. Whitlock writes, in the next decade, maybe within a couple of years, the leagues will pay men to be women. The incentives are already in place. Stay with me here. Let's say you were a high-level boys' high school basketball star. You're 25. You still love to hoop every day. You work an hourly job that pays you around $60,000 a year. You have a child or two. Why not be the next Leah Thomas and earn low six figures playing in the WNBA every summer? Brittany Griner is dissatisfied with her $165,000 salary in a league that loses millions of dollars every year. It's five months of work. The regular season is all of 36 games. Would a man who hoops every day for free be upset about earning three dollars to $4,000 a game? This sounds far-fetched. It's not. In a secular, godless society that places money and power above character, integrity, truth, and reality. This is where Whitlock really gets down. He writes, Money justifies all behavior in modern America. We treat gang-banging, dope-dealing black rappers with more respect than black neurosurgeons and Supreme Court justices. William Roden, the ESPN quote-unquote journalist, treated Brittany Griner with more reverence than he would treat Thomas Sowell. If you know who Thomas Sowell is, prolific writer, brilliant public intellectual. Thomas Sowell is absolutely brilliant. What's worse, Roden is a former athlete, thinks fighting for a confused man's right to compete against women is more important than fighting to protect athletic opportunities and fairness for girls and women. The trans movement is utterly demonic and subversive, writes Jason Whitlock. It's the final dagger in the destruction of the family unit God designed. You cannot construct or maintain a properly functioning society without the nuclear family. 
In his book entitled Kingdom Politics, Minister Tony Evans said it this way, quote, The saga of a nation is the saga of its families written large. Whoever owns the family owns the future. When family structure breaks down, all manner of calamity and chaos enter into society. When family breaks down, crime goes up, poverty goes up, abuse goes up. When the family breaks down, gender confusion and role confusion go up, end quote. Whitlock writes, finally, the Democratic Party, the leaders of the transgender movement, the political administration that traded the merchant of death, Russian arms dealer Victor Bout, for Griner's freedom, have devised a scheme to financially encourage men to identify as women. Jason Whitlock. You can find the entire commentary on the Blaze website, Glenn Beck's website. <sighs> what are your thoughts? We have three lines open, 800-222-5222, 800-222-KABC. Let me share one quick one, and then we'll break and come back with your calls. There was a time not long ago where the idea of women, men, equality, sports was a, a notion that was okay. But now we have corporate entities that are monopolizing such things for large amounts of money. Said another way, professional athlete, athletics have gone woke in so many ways, and it's all about money and power. And now we have Brittany Griner at the forefront. She's the new spokesperson. She's going to do everything she can for fairness to have biological men compete in women's athletics. What do you think about this? Do you have any thoughts at all? 800-222-5222, 800-222-KABC. We've got three lines open. We will continue with more of this, the Frank Sontag Show. Talk Radio 790-KABC. Talk Radio 790-KABC. Thank you for joining us here on the Frank Sontag Show. By the way, if you care to weigh in and not call into the program. We have an email address. We've got a few emails already. Frank at kmgministries.com if you want to share your thoughts on the topic at hand. The topic is, well, biological men participating in women's athletics. There is a video that I posted on my ministry site. 150,000 plus views. People really outraged about a biological man beating up on women in a track meet. Jason Whitlock has a commentary on the Blaze.com site on Brittany Griner becoming one of the spokesmen, spokeswomen, spokespeople, good Lord, what are we doing, for the WNBA. And she's going to fight any way that she can for biological men participating in women's athletics. Like somehow this is a great thing. How say you? 800-222-5222. We have one line open. 800-222-KABC. And the transgender issue, by the way, it seems to be becoming more and more prominent of all entities that are now getting directly involved with this idea of pushing more to our youth 
that somehow they are in the wrong body and promoting the idea of surgery and hormone replacements and just absolutely abominable things. Planned Parenthood is now at the forefront of pushing this too. Not only do they excel at killing babies, now they, they want to harm our children. So what are your thoughts? 800-222-5222, 800-222-KABC. Sandra is in Burbank. Sandra, you're on Talk Radio 790-KABC. Oh, I don't have a whole lot to say, except for I can't understand how a man could feel proud of winning anything against competing against a woman. I don't get it. Kind of defies it. Kind of defies logic, doesn't it? Yes, and I can't imagine being a woman and working. You know, training her whole young life and growing to compete, and then having to compete against a man. It's not fair. Yeah, it's that's absolutely right. not fair. If they want to compete, start their own little organization where they can compete against each other. Then it makes sense. Then it makes sense. Sandra, I'm always grateful when you call. Thank you for sharing. You're welcome. Sandra makes a very good point. What about just, and I know instantly the, the, the ones that yell the loudest will say, well, that's, that's not fair, but having their own league. When I played competitive athletics in the 70s, I'm just going to be honest, women's sports were not that popular at the time. They were just kind of becoming more popular. In the idea of women playing against women, absolutely. But then you fast forward a few decades, all of a sudden with women's lib, women's, women should participate and play against men too. And I'm like, well, I'm not so sure. I said on a very high profile national talk program, when the idea was posed, women participating in the NFL, professional football, I'm like, I said on the air, not only is that a bad idea, but that's insane. And the calls came in. You are homophobe. What is your problem? What you do? Do you hate women? I mean, this is going back 15 years. When my thought was, again, the biological difference. When you go on an athletic field like football and you have women competing with men, it, it just, if you want to use a modicum of your intelligence, it's not a fair fight from the get-go. Why would you support that? Under the auspices of equality? That's not equality. Just like back then, boy, times have changed. Back then, the, the retort was, well, it wouldn't be fair for men to participate against women. <laughs> and now we wake up. And we're there. And not only are we there, small, a small, minuscule amount of the population. They're celebrating it. This is fantastic. These are heroes. And if you speak out against it, the mob will shut you down, cancel you, scream you down, you homophobe, you transphobe. And to me... I want to be careful here. This is really flushing out who we are as human beings. 
because there are, there are people that they don't want to get involved for fear of pushback or, you know, they may be in danger or, but you can only hide for so long. The ostrich syndrome doesn't work. What boggles my mind are the parents that have children. It's like you're, you're not even fighting for your own kids. Wouldn't you, I mean, the analogy of the mama bear comes up. Mama bear is going to fight for her, her cubs. But we live in a day and age where even that, now we have political entities, legislation passed. If you think I'm making it up, I'll, I'll, I'll read the legislation next week here in California. We're under certain conditions. Parents aren't even allowed to get involved in like the, their kids transitioning. If a young girl Think she's a boy, and, and sure, let's just cut her breasts off. And mom and dad can't even say anything. This has got to stop. The only entity that's going to stop it would be us. The government is not going to stop it. The government is all about building its power. But, I mean, where's our fight? You know, years ago, Gandhi said you can judge a culture by the way it treats its animals. I'd like to say you can judge a culture by the way it treats its children. I mean, this is... And let me say one last thing, and then we'll take calls. My apologies to those of you that are patient. On hold, we have a line open, 800-222-5222. I will not use my own life as the example, but I will tell you this. When I was a teenager, I was nuts. Between puberty and all the biological changes, one day to the next and and life and being caught up in, part of you wants to say a little boy, part of you's in a hurry to grow up to be a man, sexual stuff kicks in, all of that. It's It's a very... Um, potentially confusing and troubling time. And if you're listening to the sound of my voice and you're over 25, 30, you, you made it through. You know, most of you know what I'm talking about. And girls, I'm not even going to get into girls and all the stuff they go through. But now there are people in positions that are monopolizing and using this stuff, and I will say it in a way that is nothing short of evil. Poor little confused Bobby, eight years old, thinks he may be a girl, and then the predators just, they descend down, even in the medical establishment now, where they encourage young Bob. Well, you, 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 you know, you have gender dysphoria. You, you must be a girl. Well, let's help you with that. It's accelerating logarithmically. And, and I'm, a, I'm a nuts and bolts guy. I'm, I'm a simple guy with facts and numbers. All of a sudden, are you telling me this generation, this phenomena all of a sudden has been there through history in, in centuries where all the kids all had this and now it's just coming out? Or there's something more going on here? 
Could it possibly be in part that evil entities are monopolizing on young children's confusion? And I don't want to be hard on the parents, but we live at a time where some parents would rather be their child's best friend than be their parent. So let's not even get into discipline or raising a child right or being involved in the child's life. I don't want to go cynical. Cynical does nothing. I don't believe in blame. Blame is worthless energy. So I want to be careful here with the topic of parenting. Let's just say there are some parents that are really checked out. They would rather worry about themselves and their narcissistic tendencies and all the stuff they want. Even in the dynamic of marriage, people married for a while. Hey, babe, I don't feel like I love you anymore, so I'm out. No allegiance to commitment, loyalty, honor, any of this stuff. And you're seeing this, this, this deterioration accelerate at a pace like I've never seen before. The whole transgender issue, entities on the left, this is Marxism, socialism. This is what they do. They want to attack the nuclear family. If you can attack the nuclear family, like Tony Evans said in that quote, you've got it. You rule. All right, we've got a full board. I take that back. We have one line open, 800-222-KABC. We're going to come back with our final segment, Take Calls. We'll start with honoring one of our sponsors, and we are grateful for you, KBC family. Thank you for listening to this, The Frank Sontag Show on Talk Radio 790 KABC. Talk Radio 790 KABC, thank you for joining us here on The Frank Sontag Show. We're about to go to the phones. If you're just joining us, this would be one of the programs you might want to download the podcast, which is up virtually immediately after the program at franksontag.com. In large part, we're talking about biological men participating in women's sports and athletics and those individuals and entities that support this idea. Let us talk to Tom in Sun City. Tom, you're on the Frank Sontag Show on 790K ABC. Hello, Tom. Good evening, Frank. Nice to talk to you. Thank you. And I really am against this business of uh, men identifying as women and women identifying as men. Uh, We, you know, if somebody doesn't get a handle on this and stop it, we are going to lose our society. Because when you have these kind of things going on, this is an indication that we are losing it as a society. And I hate to see what happens if that goes into effect. It's, you know, men are not women, and women are not men. But we've got a Supreme Court justice, Katanji Brown or whatever her name is, that says she doesn't know what a woman is. Well, you are accurate when she was being deposed in terms of her perspective, being a Supreme Court justice, she would not answer that question. That's true. Tom, thank you. Michael is in Santa Clarita. Michael, you're on 790K ABC. Nice, nice to speak to you, Mr. Sontag. Call me Frank. Um, my, 
Oh, I, okay. I'll call you Frank. Uh, no, my perspective is I'm 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 a teacher, and uh, you know, according to uh, uh, the laws that I have to follow, unfortunately, I am not allowed to tell parents when their children are, uh, you know, identifying differently. Uh, in fact, uh, teachers can be disciplined and they can be removed from their positions. So uh, what some of us do is we teach the students quietly in our classrooms, you know, we're quietly teach the morals and the like. And the, this whole thing about, you know, uh, biological uh, men uh, competing against biological women, uh, no, that, that's completely wrong. There, there's, there's, there's a physical difference. You can see it. And there is no way that uh, this, this should be allowed. Yet, you know, they, they claim that, oh, it, it's a right. No, it's not a right. It's just you're not being logical. You're, the best way to say it is that these people are demented. They, they have a dysphoria and they don't want to admit it. Michael, let me ask you this. How long have you been a teacher? 30 years. So in your three decades of serving us as a hero in our community, i.e. being a teacher, the whole transgender issue among children, how recent has it been for you where you start seeing this now in the school and in the classroom versus over a 30-year uh, period of time? And I'd say the, we really started seeing it over the past three years. Do you have any thoughts on, uh, obviously this isn't rocket science, we're not holding you to it, but do you have any thoughts on maybe what that is about? How is it that just over the last three years, all of a sudden this seems to be a prominent issue? Um, it's, it just, it's just like one group uh, is trying to, uh, how shall we say it, you know, force their ideas and their issues on everybody else. You know, we, we have... I've worked with teachers, uh, you know, over the years that have very conservative views. Like, for example, uh, for for several years, and I'll still do it. I have a little pin that I wear, um, and it's it's actually the it's the size of baby feet at ten weeks. And I've had actually parents come up quietly and tell me, "I chose you because you wore you wore that," and they yeah. they they know what I'm what I'm talking about. And they know my morality. And, and they know what I'm going to be teaching their their children. Yeah. And you know, I, I will stand up for that. You know, it, unfortunately, we, we have to do it quietly. Yeah. You know, when you close the classroom door, then you can go through and, and teach it. But unfortunately, when you close the classroom door, those those people who are um, talking the opposite ideas, they, they get to teach their opposite, the opposite ideas and try to indoctrinate the students. Yeah. And this isn't about me ideologically agreeing with you, although I do. I think this is about small groups of people forcing their views on us. But here's the X factor. They won't tolerate any other views. That's the problem. It'd be one, it'd be one thing if they're right to their views. Okay. But to, to, to say this is the only way or this is the truth, very concerning. Michael, thank you so much for calling. You're very welcome. Thank you for for taking. You're very welcome. Let's talk to David and then Brent will be our last two callers. David is in Orange County. You're on 790-KABC. Hello, David. Frank, how you doing, buddy? Good, man. How are you? Fine, thank you. Thank you for taking the call. I I, I just I caught a little bit of the uh, the previous caller, and, and, and uh, I just want to make a comment. I, I hear this a lot from people, especially public employee uh, 
people, uh, border patrol agents, teachers, firemen, cops, et cetera. They all, they all have the ability to notice when something's not right, i.e., oh, yeah, um, I can't say anything about your kid if he wants to, uh, uh, has gender dysphoria or whatever it is, or, you know, at the border, I always hear these guys, well, you know, I, I, I see what's going on, and it's, it's not right, what they're doing, and blah, blah, blah. And they always, it's always under the guise of fear of losing your job. Right. And I, I, I completely understand that. I, I, I understand that fear. But at the end of the day, if you know something's wrong, and especially, especially in the classroom with kids, if you know it's wrong and you don't say anything about it, you're just as bad as the system. And you may as well just quit. Just quit the job and go find something that, that doesn't you know, uh, uh, offend your sensibilities because you're doing absolutely nothing about it. You just, you just continue along. You perpetuate this garbage that they're all putting out. And, and it's and especially like the, you know, the cops too, you know, Oh yeah, I know there's corruption. I know it's bad. I know it's this and there, but Hey, I don't want to lose my pension. <laughs> well, then you're bad too, man. Well said, David, thank you. We'd give you more time, but we're up against um, the end of the program here. I want to let Brent, he'll be our last caller, then have a closing comment or two. Brent, you're on 790-KABC. Hello, Brent. Blessings, Frank. You too. You and Jason are brilliant and courageous. And I wanted to start with profanity, but chose to use my words instead. And I have absolutely no patience, respect, or tolerance for trans predators trans pedophiles, trans misogynists, liars, scammers, con artists, and sociopaths like Brittany Twerk and Grinder, Dylan Misogyny, Leah Testicles, or Predator Biden. And no woman should ever have anything to do with any man or woman who say they have no idea what a woman is. They are dangerous. And this is really a trans Maoist, Maoist psyop. It's promoting a trans Marxist attack on God, country, truth, and reality. And this has been going on for years. And we have to recognize this is not an organic you know, reality of anything having to do with true psychology. This is pure fraud. And we have to make sure to, to keep shouting this is a political action and nothing more. As always, Brent, I value your time and your contribution. Thank you for sharing tonight. Thank you. Jason Whitlock said the following in relation to social media. The era we live in, an age with no reverence for intelligence, morality, courage, honesty, hard work, sacrifice, truth, or religious faith. Pastor Tony Evans talking about the family. The saga of a nation is the saga of its families written large. Whoever owns the family owns the future. When family structure breaks down, all manner of calamity and chaos enter into society. When family breaks down, crime goes up, poverty goes up, abuse goes up. When the family breaks down, gender confusion and role confusion go up. Tony Evans. I have literally one minute left. This would be one of the programs you would want to go back and listen to the podcast. You can do that at franksontag.com. We will revisit this next Friday. Lord willing, we'll be back here for another program next Friday. But I want to be clear in closing. I got an email from somebody not liking my political views saying I'm a blowhard. (laughs) Okay, dude. Um, If that's your view... 
I have no problem with that. I don't know if you have children. I do. This is not okay. To reinforce the importance of fluid sexual and gender identities? Is this really the world we want to enter into? And this is just recent. This hasn't been going on for decades or centuries. This is just in the last few years. Last thought, I would agree with Brent. This is a power move by the left. Historically, look it up. This is what socialism is about. Confusion, chaos, more power to the government. I welcome your thoughts. Any and every time this program is on the air, we are here every Friday evening from 7 to 9 p.m. Pacific. And we will be back next Friday night for another version of the Frank Sontag Show. I welcome your comments. Frank at kmgministries.com is our email address. Thank you to Dr. John Shea again from Rejuvu. This man serves our community in very heroic ways. You are listening to the one and only Talk Radio 790 KABC. God bless you all.